Welcome to Idol is Vital, your natural health and wellness star. Hi everyone, this is Julie. Thank you for stopping by to share with me today. I hope you're having a fantabulous day today. I hope all is going well for you thus far. And I hope the day has started beautifully for you and that you're enjoying you, your, yourself, whether it's you're on your own, you're with family, you're with friends. I hope that you'll, you'll be having a great day. In this podcast, I wanted to talk about the new so-called surge in COVID because now we're hearing a lot of stories coming out about um, surges in, in, in COVID cases. And as we saw in the last time, China leading the way. And so it is this time. It's the same stories we're getting over and over. For the past weeks, we have been hearing a number of stories, and a lot of them also coming out of China. And one of the really sad stories that some of us probably heard is that some people in China had perished because they were basically they were locked into a COVID um, center and there was a fire and they weren't able to come out. So these people perished in the fire. And so what happened was that there was an uproar and, you know, there was a a pushback. And it was good to see a little bit pushback from the public uh, because in China, we never seem to see much of that. Uh, There's a reason why a PSYOP such as COVID-19 started in China because it was easiest for them to get away with it because the people have been so groomed and programmed and and this started from years back even with these virus scares it started some time ago and so you find that in the Chinese they were the ones who started wearing these masks um, if you remember they were the ones who used to wear these masks and the rest of us looking on used to think, wow, that's kind of weird to be wearing a mask all the time. Um, little did we know that that would soon become the mandate for the rest of the world. And um, China's always been a big part of the PSYOPs for a few years now, like I say, um, because these um, SARS-type viruses that we are told that exist that don't exist, by the way. Um, China's always been a major component in the cases, the reports about cases, etc. And even in the World Cup, we saw them basically putting it in the psyche of the people, trying to get people to accept and understand, um, because this is what they want people to, to accept and, and, you know, acquiesce to agree to that COVID is not over. And this is why in the World Cup, you started hearing these stories about COVID again. And because the World Cup is such a big, prominent stage where you have the game of football is that is so loved by many is played. And millions and millions of people across the world are tuned into the World Cup and watching or keeping abreast, they have their various teams that they support. And so so it wasn't a surprise when they told us that the French team, um, you know, there were cases of 
COVID-19 in that camp. I haven't, to be honest with you, I hadn't really paid attention to the World Cup or watched the matches per se. So I am not sure if there were other nations that they pushed this narrative with in terms of players getting the COVID uh, or so on and so forth. Um, but all I know is that from what I observed is that they wanted it to be in the psyche of the people is like, you know, get ready for it. You, you have World Cup now, you're enjoying yourself, but oops, guess what? Guess what is lurking there? COVID-19, it's not over. So I feel that they wanted to have that in the psyche of the people. So it's no surprise that the World Health Organization is, of course, beginning again to play their games, to play their games with the people of the world. And I'm looking at an article from, from msn.com here. And this is a recent article. I think it was probably published yesterday because it quoted tweets that were dated the 23rd of um, the 23rd of December. And now as I'm, I'm recording, this is the 25th of December. But um, what they're saying in this article, it's a, amid growing concerns over rising COVID-19 cases in China and other parts of the world, the World Health Organization has released the list of countries recording highest number of weekly COVID-19 cases. And this is what they claim. As per WHO list, the highest number of weekly COVID cases as of December 18 were reported from Japan, 1,046,650, and these they say are new cases. South Korea, 459,811 cases. U.S., 445,424 cases. France, 341,136 cases. And Brazil, 337,810 cases. The WHO list revealed the highest number of new weekly deaths were reported from the U.S., with 2,658 cases. Then it went on to say, the WHO list revealed the highest numbers of new weekly deaths were reported from the USA. 2,658 Japan, 1,617 Brazil, 1,133 France, 686 and Italy, 519. So these are some numbers that they are putting out there. Isn't it um, interesting that they have all these numbers when in many of these places, tests are not being actively done on the scale that they were being done before. And, and supposedly the tests were not being done on what wide scales or being reported on wide, wide scale. And isn't it also interesting that there have been so many cases being reported of people having various health issues after taking the COVID-19 jabs. So people have, have reported all kinds of health issues from, you know, people just dropping down, dying, um, people having heart problems, blood clots, and so on and so forth, that clearly 
would show some indication or at least some link to the vaccine when we look at the proximity to which some of these people have taken the jabs and when they have had their illnesses or their health status prior to taking the jab and then what happened um, shortly following, it could be hours, days, weeks, etc. in some cases, even months. And we see some of this, and yet still, they would not openly say that the vaccines are responsible. But now they're claiming that there are all these new cases and they are suddenly reporting deaths. Putting it in the psyche of the people that, hey, there are all these new cases and we have all of these deaths. So what they're saying is that all of these deaths are from these cases, from people having the COVID. That's, what, that's basically what they're putting out. And I call this bull because, and this is another fair tactic. This is another fair tactic. Why? Because they realize that they have sold people the germ theory and that people have wholeheartedly believed it. They have infiltrated alternative media and they have become alternative media in many in instances. And this is what I mean by this is a lot of people have become disgruntled with the mainstream. They don't trust the information that is being put out by mainstream because in many instances, you know, it is being, it is showing that some of these things are lies. We see stories, for example, where mainstream media, uh, as we saw in the COVID um, instance, where mainstream media will put out a story and say, this is what is happening at this local hospital. And then when people go, when people check, people are like, oh, I've seen this before. And they're realizing that, no, this didn't happen at this hospital. This happened somewhere else. And actually it happened in another country and even another year. So mainstream media in more than one instance have been caught in lies. And so for some people, more and more people every day, I will say, there is that lack of trust. So they have also infiltrated alternate media. And what I mean is that they realize that they have to give you a bit of truth. Like, for example, they look at what, you know, the growing disgruntlement as people become disgruntled and disgruntled with the information that they are being fed that they know is not true. What they sometimes do is to have these alternate media and these alternate voices voice some of the truth that are some of the things that people know, you know, are lies and they, they, they sign onto this. So what I mean by this is that some of the so-called alternate media are also working with the system. But what they do is that they tell people half lies and half truth. Some of, some of these individuals or institutions that people believe to be alternate media and so on, or who, who are challenging the system, are actually working for those who want the system uphold or upheld. 
and people aren't some many people are not aware of this because what they do is that they give you sprinkling of truth in a whole bucket of lies and so they get people hooked with those bits of truth and the we on you know is one of those more prominent one that has grown that has come to mind their aim is always to have you believe in the germ theory, to believe in viruses, to believe that viruses and bacteria are out to get you. It doesn't matter. They'll tell you some truth. But ultimately, you must be anchored to that lie because without the germ theory, they do not have the control or they cannot have the control over the people that they do. As long as you can have people fearful because they believe that there is a virus out there that will attack them, that means them harm, then they will always believe that they need the government to protect them. They'll always believe that they need institutions like the World Health Organization to, to make decisions to protect them from the big bad boogie virus and so this is why we see certain individual and I've, I've learned a lot over the last two years and I've become very wary. I listen to a lot of people, even some people I don't agree with because uh, you can get some information from unlikely sources because sometimes they do tell on themselves. And, you know, and so it, it's, it's quite... Um, it's, it's quite interesting how people are, are pulled along and being led a certain way. And we see certain, certain things unfolding like it did before. Like China, you know, they told us all of this started in the virus started in China. But what really happened was that the whole PSYOP started in China because it was, um, you know, publicly inflicted on the Chinese people. And, you know, China has been, uh, is being used as, as the blueprint, as some people would say. And I was looking at an article, for, for an article, for example, and this one is on another fake news channel, Fox. Fox, CNN, they're playing their games. You know, one is attached to Republican, one is attached to Democrat. And what they are not attached to is truth. But let me say this. It said China estimate... 250 million people caught COVID-19 since end of zero COVID policy report. So basically, China is saying that they're estimating, they're estimating, right? Of, and then they say officials reported estimated around 37 million people were infected on Tuesday alone. So the article in and of itself, I'm not going to read all of, all of it, but I just want to reiterate this. They said, Chinese officials estimated that some 250 million people in the country have caught COVID-19 in the past three weeks. How the heck could they have known this? It goes on to say, Sun Yang, a deputy director of the Chinese Center for Disease Control and Prevention, presenting the figures during a closed-door meeting of high-level officials, according to the Financial Times. The figure, which accounts for 18% of the population, includes 37 million people 
who were infected on Tuesday alone. Now, how, do, how would they know this? And this is why people need to begin to put on their thinking cap and understand that these people are just pulling figures out their asses to scare you. This is what they're doing. They're just pulling figures. They're just like, okay, let us just put out some big figures out there. We need to get them scared. And the bigger the figure is, the more scared they will become. For us to really challenge this, people have to really begin to fight in a substantive way. There was a case of 10 people, 10 people died in Beijing, we're told, um, recently. And this was as a result of the COVID policy that was in place because they were basically under lockdown. A fire broke out. Um, that's the story I heard. A fire broke out and they weren't able to escape because they were locked in. And so these um, people, um, you know, died that way. They were burned to death. Can you imagine how we have reached? the? Le Look at the level we have reached where a government can lock down people and you can't, you can't leave. There's a fire and you can't even escape to save your life. And isn't it ironic that only very recently since that occurred, China decided to ease its zero COVID policy. Isn't it strange? Hmm. They decided to ease their zero COVID policy. And that was a part of the PSYOP. Because if you don't relax that policy, then the stories we are getting now, where they are telling us that, look, China relaxed COVID policy like maybe about three weeks now. And within that three weeks, they suspect that there's approximately, they're saying, 250 million cases in, in, in COVID. That's what they're telling us. In that three weeks, that three weeks, 250 million cases. So, because if you look at it, it just doesn't make sense. Three weeks, 250 million cases. And the Chinese people, they believe it. A lot of them, for the vast majority, they believe it. And this is why it's easy for them to be used as a blueprint for the psyop that is forced on the world. China. And this is what I want you to understand. There is a reason why China attained the level of success that it did. It's not by accident. China is meant to be the, this, this major player in this whole new world order narrative. And because the government have such a control over the people. And this is why it's important that we help others who maybe aren't seen clearly. Some people you can't help, to be honest, because the lies have been told in such a way that many people are very, very much wrapped up and invested in the lies. Even some people in the medical fraternity, they too believe the lie. And so that is why we saw that even in the happiest times for many during the World Cup where people were you know, just so happy to be watching the football and know that, okay, it's, you know, it's World Cup again, etc. They had to remind the public of COVID. 
And nothing has changed in the sense that there was never a virus called SARS-CoV-2 because they told us that the disease is COVID and the virus, um, that it is caused by a virus called SARS-CoV-2 and it's various, um, then, and then there are various variants and fallouts as they have told us, and it's all a lie. It's all a lie. And it's quite convenient that they have again come around and started doing this and putting these stories out there in the cold and flu-like season. Because just like the last time they used the cold and flu season to push onto people, this whole idea of us experiencing a pandemic and with their fake numbers and their fake tests and, you know, basically bringing about the death of people um, purposely. And so just like they did before in the 2019 cold and flu-like season, when that time we see more and more people usually get sick from the cold and flus and so on, and it's the reason they're coming again. They wouldn't dare do this in the summer. They wouldn't dare try to convince you that we're going into a so-called fourth wave of COVID. They wouldn't dare convince you in the summer. But because a lot more people tend to get the cold and flu-like symptoms at this time of the year, they can pull off this story. Because now as people get a little sniffle, oh, I probably have COVID because it has been entrenched in their mind. It's in some people's mind, they don't think about cold and flu anymore when they get the sniffles. They think, oh, I probably have COVID or something or some variant. You know, I've been affected by some variants of some sort of the SARS-CoV-2. But even a lot of the people who spew the narrative of the virus, if you ask them to explain it, they don't really understand. They just know that, okay, I've been told this and this must be the case. But there's a saying, as, as in that song, if you believe in things you don't understand, you suffer. Superstition ain't the way. Viruses are like a superstition. And when you believe in things you don't understand, you suffer because people are believing in something that they don't understand, which is a superstition of COVID-19. And because those among us who are supposed to know better, who are supposed to help us, you know, in the minds of society, they're supposed to know better. They're supposed to help to navigate people towards understanding health, understanding wellness. They're the ones who are pushing out these stories. And so people are hooked on it. I have members of my family. You know, I don't even, for me now, I don't try to convince anybody of anything. You know, um, for those who, who will hear or for those who this will spark some kind of doubt that will make them look beyond, it will do so um, because at the end of the day, sometimes you just have to do what you have to do or what you feel you need to do. Not necessarily saying that, okay, I must save this person. Because you cannot save anyone. You can put information out, but the only 
person that can save that person is themselves. Your information might be a spark for somebody to ask, ask another question or dig a little deeper or it might spark something in them or it might not. But ultimately, it's that person who will have to do the work in, you know, and it starts to have that mind turning to really look and say, I doubt this, but why, you know, and delve a little bit deeper. So it's another side. And many people have had fallout from the job. Um, many people have been affected. What was given to everybody, I don't know. It's possible that different people got different things um, because that's something I myself have thought about because it would be crazy for them to just give everybody a, a portion or a cocktail of drugs that's just going to make them just drop dead. It's just, nah, that would be too obvious. That would be too obvious to people, even if they don't report it on mainstream. There have been reported cases of people dying. We have seen young people just dropping down, dying. Um, we have seen many cases of blood clotting and the fallout from that, heart disease. Um, many people have also reported cases of developing various illnesses that they didn't have before. So there have been many, many countless reported cases of um, adverse reactions from the vaccines. Uh, that much is sure and that much is evident. And that followed also include deaths. But of course, I think that when you put chemical in the body, there are some people who might die instantly and for some it may take a time. Chemicals slowly for many begin to erode the body. We shouldn't be injecting anything that goes directly into the bloodstream, especially a cocktail of drugs. And that's what um, these vaccines are. They're, they're a cocktail of drugs. And they're making these new vaccines, these nasal vaccines that they'll be spraying in the news of people um, children, I, I see in the UK recently, they are having um, cases of what they're saying is strep A um, death. And, you know, every, every so often there is another case and something else to pull people's direction, um, attention to one another direction. So they don't get to really pay full attention and ask questions. This is the reason why we always have one tragedy after another and one bad news after another to keep people uh, in a certain vibration and this is my uh, you know this is my view to keep people at a certain low vibrational level um, of sadness because if you hear sad news and you hear a lot of sad news or fearful news it keeps you in a certain way mentally psychologically psychologically it puts you in a, in a in a certain mind frame and you know it's just one thing after the other and so what i'm saying is that please begin to connect the dots none of this is by accident all of this from my humble opinion was pre-planned even the story of china with the fire 
so that there could be some fallout so they could relax the zero COVID policy. And then as a, as a result of that relaxation, then they can now say, oh, look, we relax the policies and we have all of these cases. And to make it um, substantive, it's not just China because people are going to be like, oh, China. No, the major players that we saw play big roles in the on the world stage where it concerns the COVID-19, the, 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 the very first instance, and we, those names, those are the names we are seeing again. Um, it shows you the level that these leaders are invested in also being a part of the PSYOP. And to be honest, they just can't be trusted. Yeah, because when you look at it, look at what happened in, in Brazil, France, South Korea, Japan, all of these places, the U.S., Brazil, these are the places that had some, we saw some really horrific stories coming out. And of course, the U.S. has to be in it because the U.S. is a big part of these world psyops. And this is not to take away from the people themselves because the people are being played, just like all, all of us across the world are being played by our leaders because many of them do have an inclination of what's happening. And many of them have also loved that thrill of power that they have had over the past couple of years. The level of control that they have been able to exercise over the people. And so it's no, it's no surprise that the World Health Organization, which I'm going to talk about separately, I have to bring attention to this again, even though I spoke about it, but I want people, please, I, I don't, with these topics, I want people to be aware of them. They got to, we got, we cannot stop talking about them. That the World Health Organization is seeking to have a pandemic treaty this is for for the entire world now where all the countries of the world are expected to sign on to be signatories to this and so the they will do whatever the world the world health organization dictates once a pandemic is declared so here we see coming to four a private company has the ability to control the whole world because it controls the leadership of the world and they have signed on to these contracts that affect the lives of each and every people. Think about that. But I will leave this at this point and just I'm hoping that many people will not fall for this. And I'm also hoping that there will be more pushbacks. I know that they are open that they have people so down and tired and beaten down that they probably won't even resist. But for the sake of your children, for the sake of your grandchildren, I hope that people do challenge whatever it is that they are bringing. Challenge it. Because sometimes it takes one person to stand up for another to stand up and another and another and another. And so it's important. And don't forget, be the change you'd like to see in this world.
Have a fantabulous day today. Ta-ta. Welcome to Italy's Vital, your natural health and wellness stop. 